Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Well, Mr. Walters is actually still in Vegas being the loudest conservative voice there, I think. Although he's probably just walking around and looking at a lot of really cool stuff. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I am your guest host today. My name is Bill Frady. I do a syndicated show called Lock and Load with Bill Frady. I know, really, that's really quite the original title, isn't it? We are uh, in the middle of the second week of testimony in the New York trial of the uh, NRA former CEO. Well, no, actually, he's still the CEO. Wayne LaPierre, Secretary and General Counsel uh, John Frazier, and former Treasurer Woody Phillips. Now, all of that wrapped up. And uh, when that when it when it ended, uh, well, things didn't look very good at all for the defendants. And a fourth former executive that we will know only as Judas from here on out, Josh Powell. A lot of guys were warning. A lot of members of the board were warning people about Josh Powell. And uh, of course, he pled guilty days before the trial began. And. We know, of course, that Wayne LaPierre announced his resignation effective at the end of January 24th at an NRA Board of Directors meeting, which means he's still technically in charge and presumably still having his legal bills covered by NRA member money, which a lot of people say is the only reason that he stayed in place so that he didn't have to use his money to defend himself. He wanted to use NRA money. Now, he said he was stepping down for health reasons. He claims to be suffering from the debilitating effects of chronic Lyme disease, a tick-borne bacterial infection that can cause a variety of serious health problems. I, uh, I know, I've known some people that have suffered from Lyme disease and had people close to me affected with that kind of form of infection. But I just wonder, I did not know they had ticks in fine men haberdasheries. Or where, I, I just don't, you know, I just don't see Wayne LaPierre outside splitting wood, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm sure he pays somebody for that. Now, he was in the courtroom every day during the two weeks of the trial. Now, his attorney has now submitted doctor's notes asking the court for special accommodations for LaPierre during his upcoming testimony. And the lawyer, supported by the doctor's notes, says along with headaches, vision, problems, and fatigue, he's also suffering from cognitive issues re- regulated to the loss of cerebral mass. So, according to them, Wayne LaPierre's brain is shrinking. And yet, still, he is in charge. Um, so, they're, they're admitting that he is, he has, he's not thinking as clearly and he's not remembering things as well. But they're asking that the judge allow LaPierre and his lawyers to call timeouts during his upcoming testimony. Breaking it up over a few days, I guess. I don't know. Rather than trying to grind through one or two days of uninterrupted time on the stand. Now, 
Let me simply say this. This didn't just occur, Wayne, and you've got a doctor's note. I mean, I used to do that when I tried to get stay out of school. I used to get doctor's notes. Now, according to the letters from his doctors, his health has been in decline for several years. Now, which is it? Does he have health issues, or is he the executive vice president of the NRA? Now, if he can't testify for several hours consecutively due to his illness, and he's attending the trial in New York instead of being at his office at NRA headquarters, why didn't he resign immediately on January the 5th? That's when the board met, and they could have appointed a temporary replacement rather than waiting for a month. And they have bylaws that handle this. Yeah. In the case of a vacancy in the office of executive vice president, the executive director of general operations is to fill the position until the board meets to name a suitable replacement. Now, LaPierre fired Joe de Burragalas, uh, the the uh, executive director of general operations, shortly after Christmas, replacing him with Andrew Aralandon. Aralandon. With Andrew. <laughs> Mark rattles his name off like it isn't nothing. I admire that. So, why is this going on? If he has been at death's door, if he's been, un, if he's been in, if his brain's been shrinking, I mean, I, I, I don't think that his brain shrinking would actually be one of those things that just happened. Now there will be other things that come out of this, right? But what we what we're enjoying right now is a very diminished NRA. A very diminished NRA. They're not really saying that much about too much that I see. I, I see them from time to time piping in, but I mean their role out there has been uh Far from what it used to be. And the thing that I find really interesting about it is I can't tell the difference. Gun Owners of America has moved in and assumed some of that mantle. Second Amendment Foundation has taken on a lot of that mantle. You've seen uh, people like the Firearm Policy Coalition step up and actually get involved in things to a deeper degree than you used to be. All kinds of gun rights organizations are out there stepping in and filling that void. Along with that... A lot of members have quit paying. So, the thing that I find the most interesting about all of this is what I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing about how their diminished capacity as far as what the organization... I don't care about Wayne LaPierre. Wayne LaPierre is the guy that got in the pilot seat and flew the plane into the hillside. They did great things. He did great things early on. But he's been in place for what? Since the 70s? How long? And I'll look this up in the in the next break. But uh, I don't think anybody's ever sat in that particular position for as long as he has. And I don't also, I also don't think that nobody, I don't think anybody is meant to sit in a position of leadership over this kind of funding for any amount of time because if we do that we're going to be we're always going to be disappointed with this aren't we 
So I guess my biggest complaint with uh, Mr. LaPierre is not that he was, uh, you know, spending money left and right like a drunk pirate on $10,000 suits. And not that he had, you know, not that he had a phalanx of, uh, you know, Chevrolet Tahoes with pop-out miniguns and all kinds of uh, pipe hitters popping out to protect him. No, that wasn't it. It's just simply that he was... He didn't know when to when to quit. He didn't know when to quit. Now, LaPierre, you know, a couple of things he did, like Josh Powell. They got it. Josh Powell... Josh Powell is the reason they started Carry Guard, and he's the reason it collapsed. And that's getting remark. I mean, a lot of the board did not like Josh Powell at all. I used to. There was all kinds of guys, and I'm not going to name them because I haven't talked to them about this. But um, a lot of guys saw him to be sort of like a, a Trojan horse in there, and to you know, to that point, he turns out, I mean, he will end up getting a job with the Giffords Foundation or with uh, with Brady or with uh, Bloomberg. He'll end up getting a job. He's going to be the next Ryan Bussey in the gun industry. He, he's the one that leaves, you know, he, 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 and they will take him. They'll look at him and they'll say, oh, well, you know, he's seen the light. He's seen the light. Gun's bad. Guns bad. Gun rights places bad. So that's where he'll go. That's why he flipped. That's why he flipped. And, it's, and that's why as soon as he flipped, because Wayne LaPierre knew how much that guy knew, it was over with at that point. They will be found guilty. Uh, most of the board, this is my prediction, most of the board that you see sitting there today, they'll be gone. They'll be replaced. The board will be reconstituted. It'll be smaller, and they'll actually have oversight in the new NRA. But that's a little ways down the road. So, in any event, I'll be right back. This is Armed American Radio Daily Defense. Armed American Radio listeners, clear off your desks and get ready for your new hobby. Goat guns are miniature die-cast gun models that assemble like the real versions do, and they've teamed up with Armed American Radio. Display them on your desk or shelf and watch others gloat over your masterpieces. Goat guns are 1 to 3 or 1 to 4 scale and range from 4 inches to 16 inches in length. You don't drool over them. They'll buy them back up to 100 days. Don't be a donkey. Start your greatest of all time gun model collection today. Visit GoatGuns.com and use the promo code AAR for an immediate 10% off. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness 
awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. All right, I'm just picturing Mr. Walters traipsing about the Sands Arena, the Sands venue, looking at all the cool stuff while we sit here and bang out a radio show for I have no issues with that. That's, this is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I'm your guest host. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that speculate about the nature of a second American Civil War. And there's there's been a few that have actually, you know, a couple of think tanks that have actually gotten together and 
put together uh, various scenarios regarding how it might play out and what could happen in the process. Now, whatever, whatever the nature of a hot war, it would be very, very different than the last one since our society is highly integrated now, unlike it was in the 1860s. First of all, we have electricity, among other things, common tasks, communication. You know, we need that for, for those things. News, critical life-saving systems, need it for that, too. A compromised electrical grid would make things like washing and drying clothes, visibility in otherwise dark areas, charging power, tools, communicating electronically, listening to music, paying bills, online shopping, other things extremely difficult and still others impossible. Heating and cooling systems would fail to operate making homes, offices, and other buildings potentially inhospitable environments. If you talk to any prepper, he would tell you the hardest thing to do without is electricity. This would be a very consequential issue. And it would alone claim the lives of many thousands of people in a very short time, especially depending on what time of year this might happen. Then the supply chains, they are so interwoven that even a small disruption has long-lasting and, uh, you know, reaches a lot of things. Food and medical supplies would quickly become rare. They would become a luxury. Millions of people, and I mean, this is, this is a thing, and hey, I get it. Hey, Bill, you know the average lifespan is now in the 80s. I get it. Medicine has done a great thing. However, without a constant supply of prescription medicine coming, millions of people dependent on that would suffer and die, and others would over time succumb to starvation. Then there's access to water. That would become a matter of location as delivery slowed and potentially stopped. Fuel delivery interruptions would cause massive shortages of other goods, and prices for both fuel and the commodities delivered using vehicles would soar. Some Areas of the country would fare better than others, and the degree would depend on many factors, including production, location, and manner, and degree to which interruptions affected the region. Now, anywhere that they had a population center, that's going to be worse than it is, say, where I live, which is, you know, it's not, I'm in a suburb, right? I'm in a suburb. I'm in a suburb. So the, there would be some things that wouldn't affect me nearly as bad. And there are some who may regard the next hot civil war rather casually. But most of America are non-combatants. They haven't ever served. They haven't been in the military. They don't know how to embrace misery. And a lot of non-combatants would needlessly suffer and many would die. And it would be the moral responsibility of all of us to remain steadfast in the defense of the nation. Now, I would do everything in my power to help my neighbor. However, things uh, with each and every passing day, I age. I'm going to be 63 this April. I have lost some weight. I'm more mobile than I have been in a long time. I have been training. I have uh, been training running up and down, you know, with a primary and a secondary weapon. Uh, not completely without the skill set I, you know, used to run when I was in my 20s, but, you know, I'm not in my 20s anymore. And, uh, It would, it would largely become a matter of the haves and the have-nots. Now, we already have 
fifth generation warfare in place, which is non-kinetic warfare. Groups like Everytown Brady, a lot of your government leaders, they're engaging in 5G warfare against you. While people sit around talking about the potential civil war to come, the cold civil war is passing them by. This is the war of the mind. And your enemies are exceedingly adept at their craft because they know politics or perception. So skillful, they've convinced many Americans there's no war. And it's invested in telecommunications. Constant driving, repeating mess- repeated messages into the minds of everyone who consumes their media, which most everybody does. They try to, to scandalize and, uh, you know, vilify what they refer to as weapon- weapons of war. You know, the whole semantic theft thing they do. They think that if you are a 85-year-old woman with a pistol at your home for self-defense, they imply that they are a combatant and every public place is a kinetic war zone. Which, in fact, if it were, and I don't mind saying this, if it were the way they describe it, there would be no gun, no gun controllers. There would be no Democrats. Because they would have already been dealt with. So that just tells you right now how much of what they actually say is actually happening because none of it is. And if you think that the government is here to protect you, look at Uvalde. You had government agents sitting there, looking around at each other, checking their phone, while children were dying. While children were dying, violently. And they still attempt to spin this uh, tactical failure of law enforcement. To their credit, weaponizing the travesty and getting out there and saying, well, the problem here was that there's guns. Had nothing to do with the fact these guys didn't do anything. That's not the problem. We We basically face a fifth column all the time. And they are allies to the ones who would disarm you. And for if you're wondering when the war will begin, well, then you've already succumbed at least to some degree to the enemy's propaganda. The war is not coming. The war is here. Now, some of you that listen to this, you listen to things that are so, I mean, let me give you, and I don't know if Mark's ever told you this. I'll be happy to tell you this. A, a gun talker that talks about gun rights and gun technique and gun gear and all this other stuff, whatever it is, whatever the, the particular flavor is, is so detailed and so oriented based on specific fact patterns that getting out there and going into general, general conservative talk is a step down. It's very easy to do once you've been in this rarefied air. This is like being a deep sea diver. And getting a kiddie pool to stay in, in, you know, stay wet. So, if you're listening to something like this, if you listen to Daily Defense, if you're listening to me, if you listen to Armed American Radio, whatever it is you're listening to, at least you are engaged. Thank God. At least you are engaged. We're going to be right back. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire and cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit CuttingEdgeFirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. 
following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Your intrepid host is uh, somewhere in Vegas right now, uh, walking on. Walking at a SHOT Show is very painful if you've never done it, because they have like 72 different surfaces just on the main floor. Some are squishy, some are firm, and uh, by the time it's all said and done, your legs really hurt. But maybe we'll hear from him tomorrow. I don't know. Haven't got any, uh, no advance clue whatsoever. Now, you noticed I talked about the propaganda machine that is shoved your way on a regular basis. Then we have this by the Center for Gun Violence Solutions, a report which is part of the John Hopkins Michael Bloomberg School of Public Health, where they conflate gun ownership with armed insurrection in order for them to advocate for expanded gun control. Now, for any of you that sit back, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but uh, if you think what happened January the 6th, 2021, was an insurrection, well, you're, an, you're, you're a mental midget. See, insurrections normally have deaths and bloody, bloody crime scenes and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, the only one that was shot that day was a uh, 35-year-old Air Force veteran, Ashley Babbitt who was shot and killed by a guy who got promoted. And uh, <laughs> we get this 32-page study, which is titled Defending Democracy, which doesn't exist. It doesn't exist here. We're a republic. Addressing the danger of armed insurrection. Now, as they discuss this, they resurrect actual armed insurrections from American history, like Shays' Rebellion of 1786, the Whiskey Rebellion of 1791, and the American Civil War. The authors of this aforementioned piece of garbage, they're all attorneys with a history of paid anti-gun activism, clumsily, you know, they're getting out there and pushing this insurrection bogeyman to push for additional regulations for carrying firearms, tactical training prohibitions, additional gun-free zones, expanded red flag laws, and the repeal of state preemption statutes. You know, the only thing that's missing is the partridge in a pear tree. Preemption laws prevent local jurisdictions from enacting their own little gun control regulations, establishing themselves as a little fife. And, then, and what that does... And, I mean, we already sort of have it to a degree with the states, but in, in, in a state, right, where they have these uh, non-preemption kind of things happening, uh, you have to run the risk of, uh, you know, you're, you're going from a, a, a place that is free into another place that micromanages your life. And if they catch you with a gun, well, you might be in deep, deep kimchi. Their warped message is to be expected when you consider the biased nature of their backgrounds and their sponsors and their sources, Michael Bloomberg's school itself. If you were to type gun violence in the school's internal search engine, it would yield more than 1,000 results. The laughably named... I, there, there is a solution for people shooting at you. You shoot back. Somebody shoots back. But they, they call themselves the Center for Gun Violence Solutions. They admit they use a public health approach to identify gun control solutions, even though a gun is an inanimate object, not a disease, not an ailment, it's not a disorder. Why, it can't even have a fever. 
They also claim it uses rigorous scientific research to identify a range of innovative solutions to gun violence. But when you actually look at their rigorous scientific research, that turned out to be nothing more than a false claim gleaned from some uh, you know, very, very leaning stories from the legacy media and the other anti-gun organizations that masquerade as actual news websites. See, a, a real news website would be very dull. It'd be really dull. Like, for example, the news of Armed American Radio, Daily Defense, just for me being the guest host would be, Mark Walters announces Bill Frady fills in for Armed American Radio's Daily Defense while he's off gallivanting in Las Vegas. And that's it. That'd be the news. There'd be no none out there. Bill, what do you think? You know, they wouldn't be asking me none of this stuff because at that point it becomes editorial. The news is not sexy. It's, it's just very, it's, you know, it's Joe Friday. They use stories from CNN, ABC News, CBS News, NBC News, PBS, NPR, Vox, LA Times, The Atlantic, The Guardian, The Washington Post, USA Today, and the Associated Press, PolitiFact, Politico, Slate, and the Southern Poverty Law Center. They even use stories from the two dedicated anti-gun groups, Giffords and The Trace, which is the propaganda arm. Using The Trace at John Hopkins, which is a Bloomberg thing. The Trace is a Bloomberg thing. And you may as well call in and have your guest host as one of the mayors for, you know, the anti-gun mayors that are, you know, whatever they call themselves. The Everytown guys. Whatever they call It was written by Tim Carey, Kelly Roskam, and Joshua Horwitz. Carey is the law and policy advisor at John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. According to his bio, he is responsible for drafting legislation regulations, legal reports, legislative testimony, fact sheets, and other advocacy materials. For that, he was the law and policy staff attorney for the Educational Fund to Stop Gun Violence and the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence. Roscom is the director of law and policy at John Hopkins Center for Gun Violence Solutions. They were at the edu- he was at the Educational Fund to Stop Gun Violence and the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence. Horwitz is the co-director for the John Hopkins Center for Gun Violence or for Gun Violence Solutions. And before joining John Hopkins, he too worked at the Educational Fund to Stop Gun Violence and the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence, serving as their executive director. I've always loved the Joshes. Josh Sugarman is the one that actually came up with the whole little term, assault weapon. They claim that their report is both an examination and a warning about the threat that armed insurrection poses to democracy in the United States. And this is, I mean, this is, this is the same template they use for everything. Same template. Right now, if we don't ban gas stoves, we're all going to die. Right now, if you don't buy an electric car, we're all going to die. As a matter of fact, I don't know how you manage to stay alive because now we want to have euthanasia too. And if you ever get some point where you're just feeling a little depressed, you're probably going to die. Oh, well, there is that one thing, though. There's, you know. And, you know, I will tell you one thing that sits in the back of their minds that nobody ever talks about. They think about the Bundy Ranch. They think about the Bundy Ranch. Now, the Bundy Ranch, of course, was that thing where the BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, wanted to go and get get involved with the Bundy Boys because they were doing something along the lines of having to do with animals, you know, cattle grazing somewhere. And they decided to descend upon them. And then a whole bunch of pipe hitters got in their cars and went and hung out there for a week or so. 
And the BLM, who showed up with all kinds of battle rattle and everything, they were looking at, and I, some of the, I know some of the guys that were there, and some of these guys that were there were very serious operators. Not the kind of guy you want to get on the bad side of. And that's what they think about. So the January 6th thing, they, they, they have to use that as the avatar for the, to put out the whole idea of the fear-mongering and everything because of my democracy. So, everything that they're recommending, this isn't new. I mean, this has been this is part. Of, this is just a big part of the whole list of things they want, as they try to quote address the dangers of armed insurrectionism. End quote. So, there you have it. These are the guys that are out there trying to uh, decide whether you should. Uh, have a gun or not. And why you shouldn't have a gun. You might be an insurrectionist. Except they've never seen an insurrection. If they knew, if they'd seen one, they would know it. If they survived it. That's the thing. That's always the thing. If they actually survived the insurrection, they would know that was an insurrection. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll be right back. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features B-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. 
car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. Armed American Radio listeners, clear off your desks and get ready for your new hobby. Goat guns are miniature die-cast gun models that assemble like the real versions do, and they've teamed up with Armed American Radio. Display them on your desk or shelf and watch others gloat over your masterpieces. Goat guns are 1 to 3 or 1 to 4 scale and range from 4 inches to 16 inches in length. You don't drool over them. They'll buy them back up to 100 days. Don't be a donkey. Start your greatest of all time gun model collection today. Visit GoatGuns.com and use the promo code AAR for an immediate 10% off. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Armed American Radio Daily Defense. Midway through the week, Mr. Walters is out there in Vegas having a big time. Right about now, I think it's about going on uh, 2 p.m., so he should be looking at some very nice things. This is for the ladies listening, or for people that have a female in your life that you want to help defend herself. Uh, if you recently got your first handgun as a Christmas gift, for, or you know, any other way, and you're wondering what to do, well, you're in luck, because I thought I might would tell you what I think you should do. And before you even get started, wherever you are in the world today, you need to be looking at your local laws, your municipal laws, everything that pertains to you carrying the gun, registering the gun, whatever it is, licensing, whatever you need for ownership, you need to do that. Because gun owners follow the law. There is no federal gun registry or licensing requirement to just own a gun, but some states have it. Once you're sure that you've satisfied all the legal requirements to own the gun, now we are off to the races. Now, if you're brand new to guns in general, you need to learn the four rules. Then, if you're new to handguns, or even if you're not, you need to read through your gun's manual to familiarize yourself with how everything works. Now, take it from me as a male that I never read the manual and then 
after I go out and I have a few issues with the gun, then I go back and I read the manual. So read the manual. Sometimes within the manual, you'll find little things like you should lubricate the gun before you take it out for the first time. Duh. So read the manual. Most guns come from the factory packed with excessive grease to protect them from corrosion. So you want to get that out of the way and all this other stuff. You want to learn how to disassemble, reassemble. Then you need to get ready to shoot the gun. Now this is where this is where the uh, you know the rubber meets the road. The more you practice shooting it at the range, the more comfortable you will be with it. And of course your skill will improve. The way the military learns how to do all the things that you think is some crack military skill, it's all based on repetition and steps. So you have to get into that mindset. And uh, there are lots of ways in your local area to find a range, but, you know, check that out. Find out if the range you plan to shoot at has targets free or for sale. You're going to need to go to a sporting goods store and purchase some targets, maybe. You're going to need some ear pro, ear hearing protection. You're going to need some eye pro protection for your eyes. You're going to want to get the cheapest, least expensive ammunition you can when you're going to go practice. And then you want to get some really serious ammunition as your self-defense ammo choice. There's nothing wrong with shooting self-defense ammo at the range for target practice, but it is more expensive and you need the repetition. So you need to purchase ammo that is going to be less expensive for you to go out there and do it. And then you get to... Then you're going out there. And the first day you go out there, don't overdo it. But try to make practice a regular thing. Now, if the gun you bought is intended for concealed carry, like you just heard about the SIG P365, truly a remarkable pistol in what they shoehorned into this little itty-bitty package. But whatever it is, you have to look up the concealed carry law in your state. Some 26, 27, 28 states have what is referred to as permitless carry, or some call constitutional carry. And that means you won't need any sort of permit to carry concealed in your state unless you, and I mean, uh, if you get caught with it, if you're actually one of the prohibited people, you're going to find out. So check into that. Some states will allow open carry without a permit, but require a permit for concealed carry. Look into all of that. After you've gotten that permit or after you find out what the deal is with it, now you got to go find a holster. Holsters are designed to do two things. They're designed to carry your gun, and they're designed to give you access to the gun. Some holsters are actually very, I use the term loosely, they're very comfortable, they're very easy to carry a gun in, and uh, that that makes things a little bit easier, but uh, some are not. This is why most of us that are gun owners or gun carriers we have a gigantic Tupperware box in the corner of a room somewhere stuffed with holsters that didn't work. Once you've got the permit, you're also going to want to find out whether or not, you know, you, you want to find out the reciprocity status of all the states bordering your state. If you're going to go on the road, you need to find the reciprocity status of all the states that you're going to drive through. Those are the states that recognize your permit and actually allow you to have the permit there. Whether or not you plan to carry concealed, you also need to know the self-defense laws in your state. There are two types of self-defense laws. Uh, there is the uh, Stand Your Ground Law and the Castle Doctrine Law. 
I think in Georgia they have Stand Your Ground. In my state we have Castle Doctrine in South Carolina. Both of those state that you have no duty to, re- to retreat. Wherever you can be, as long as you're abiding by the law, you can be, and you don't have to run if somebody tries to attack you. So once you've got a holster you like, once you've figured out all the laws and the rules and all the little regs and everything else, once you've figured out that whole uh, ammunition thing, now you're ready to carry. And that's it. Once you've gotten ready to carry, now you need to start making regular trips to the range and practice. And ladies, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Any gun I can shoot, you can shoot better. Whenever I go to a gun class, I have to purposely take myself and tell myself I am not Sonny Crockett. This is not about how cool I look while I'm shooting. I don't own a Ferrari Testarossa, and uh, shooting is serious business. And then I have to listen. You guys don't have to do that. Ladies are actually very receptive to the class. They breathe better. They've got a better touch on the trigger. You're more accurate. So you guys go out go out there and uh, take up the craft because becoming a gunfighter, it's not rocket science, but it does take a little bit of work. Once you become a gunfighter, and here's the thing about the gunfighters. Once you really get good at this, you'll be surprised at the fact that you never get in a gunfight. Because now your awareness has gone up. You're aware of all kinds of other stuff. And uh, it's it's a simple matter of you being out there and now you're watching out. And you will become a social asset in your community because of that specter of you, the concealed carrier, male or female, out there. Because concealed, the, the, the criminals are more afraid of you than they are of the cops because the cops have a lot of rules you just have to you have one set of standards that you have to live with if you live in a state like i live in which is fear of bodily injury or imminent death and go out there and defend yourself because if you make a phone call to call somebody with a gun to come and save you now you're going to start the stopwatch because in however many however fast they get to you It's not going to be quick enough. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve. 